Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I really doubt, and I hope I'm right, because Bill Belichick is the smartest coach in football history, but I hope that he looks at this year as a whole and says, look, we need wholesale changes on offense. So let's get into that. Alex, let's pick your offensive coordinator since I, I kind of want to put you on the spot here. Yeah. Let's go Let's go five options because this is another thing I wrote about today on CLNS. We have okay. Cliff Kingsbury, Bill O'Brien, Zach Robinson, Nick Cayley, and Chad O'Shea. Those are my five, and I ranked them on CLNSmedia.com. You can go check that out. If you had to pick one of the five, who would you pick and why? Wait, go through one more time. Okay, so it's Chad O'Shea. Yeah. Nick Cayley, yeah. internal, Zach yeah. Robinson, yeah, Bill O'Brien, and yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I'd probably go Zach Robinson. Okay. I, I like what that Rams offense looks like. It would be another adjustment, but I mean, I look at kind of what Baker did down the stretch here, right? And and can Mac get that kind of boost? Um, I just – they were really creative. They did a lot. Um in terms of, you know, like I talked about before, I thought they did a really good job of maximizing their player skill sets. And look, they had a lot of talent on that roster. It, it, right. And guys got hurt this year, obviously, but they they had talent on that roster. But they they everybody was playing, like everybody was in a position where, hey, this guy's pretty much only doing what he's best at. So the reason I go Robinson over O'Brien, and I think this is probably what you were leading me towards in, in the next conversation, I see a lot yeah. of people in the chat asking about this. We're, we're going to get to that right after this. I want DeAndre Hopkins. Me too. I, I want him. And I don't know what the relationship's like. I actually did some research on that earlier today. Hopkins refuted some of those reports. Not struggling. Like, tell me what you make of this. So there was the reports that they didn't get along. And I don't remember the specifics. I, right. There's something about bringing the baby mamas to the facility or something like that. Yeah. Hopkins was interviewed by ESPN about it. You know, do you have a bad relationship? And he said, and the quote was, there was no relationship. I have respect. And then he said he has respect for Bill O'Brien. So okay. that to me just said, I don't know like, what to make of that. Yeah. I don't know either. Maybe they can mend that, that like my first thing would be figure out if you can mend that bridge and get O'Brien sure. and Hopkins. That would be my first choice. But if I have to pick between the two and I've been on record for this, give me Hopkins and Really, any of the other four guys on that list. I don't know about Kaylee again, just because the internal thing. Internal freaks but, me out. I agree. But he fe- it just feels like an option because I think he got screwed last year when everyone else went to Vegas. And honestly, I'd probably take Troy Brown over Nick Kaylee if we're going internal. Okay. But um, give me yeah. Hopkins and any of the other four guys on that list. If it's with Hopkins over O'Brien and Brandon Ayuk, right? That's, okay. Right. That, that's how I'm going to lean. So – I'm going to go with what I think is a slam dunk, and I think it's Cliff Kingsbury. Um, He's not a good head coach. He's shown it. He showed it at Tech. He showed it uh, in Arizona, obviously. he signed. Have you seen his record after Thanksgiving going back to Texas Tech? Like his record before and after Thanksgiving, it's ridiculous. He, like, like clearly – 
sort of just veers off towards the end as a head coach, I think. Um, I don't love his attitude as a head coach and as a leader, but he calls a hell of an offense. You go back to guys like Case Keenum, who was the best passer in college football history at one time. Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M winning the Heisman. Patrick Mahomes, he literally coached up Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. They were the most prolific offense in college football. And then he went and he has Kyler Murray. And yes, that relationship and that whole thing tailed off at the end. But there was a time where Kyler and Cliff were cooking out in Arizona and uh, making things happen. I think you look at that. It wasn't an air raid, but it was a spread style system that Mac ran at Alabama. If Cliff can come in and run something similar to that with Mac and make it easy for him as a quarterback, I think that would be money with him in this system. And you add the Hopkins wrinkle to it, which let's get into Hopkins now as we kind of were just Well, I mean, we don't know how well those two get along. It seems like the problem there was Kyler and Cliff and not Hopkins and Cliff. Okay. From the way I've I'd, read I'd it. buy and that. I would buy that. Yeah. And there was a, there was a report um, similar again. It's it, What I don't like is Hopkins kind of maybe having beef with all his coaches, but it seems like there's mutual respect between Bill and Hopkins, which is what that's a start. He Certainly. has a no trade clause, which makes makes it likely that he would maybe want to come here. Um, I'm sure you've seen the Hopkins video circulating all yeah. over Twitter today. Oh, yeah. um, but the, the, the thing that I was getting to with Hopkins and Cliff was that there were, I think there was a video of them, you know, yelling at each other on the sideline and getting into it. Um, Cliff and Hopkins, and Hopkins basically said something along the lines of, "I love that guy, and I love a guy who's going to basically go to war with me and play that way with me." So, like, I don't think that there's a rift there. I think it's more so with uh, with Kyler. Kyler, and they're gone anyway. Kyler's going to be there, and he's rehabbing, and that's. I'm curious as to what Arizona is going to do anyway, but. I think if you can bring Cliff and DeAndre Hopkins here, that's option A because they worked together for in Arizona the last few years and Hopkins is not washed. I just tweeted a video uh, that I did as well and he's not washed. He was suspended for six games this year and then he came back and basically got right back to it. He runs fast. Yeah. He's a contested catch guy. He reads coverage well. All the skills are still there. This is this would not be like when the um when the Falcons traded Julio to Tennessee. This this guy can still right. play football. So I, I I think with Hopkins and he's going to want a new contract and you you have to sign a new new contract if you trade for him just the way the cap works. He's thirty one, like you like you, he's going to be thirty. He just turned thirty one, right? He's going to be thirty one at the start of next season. I in my mind, right? He's got two years left on his deal. Take the money he's owed, which is about I think like forty million. Tack on another year, spread it out at a little money. Like a three-year, $55 million deal. And look, by the time he gets to that third year and he's 34, yeah, he's probably going to fall off a little bit. But if I can get him for two good years to get Mac right. Jones going, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 heat it on the back end of the deal. That, that's how these contracts work. That's fine. This isn't a guy who's coming in at like 34, right? Right. Like you said, he can still play. He still looks good. The other thing about him and – I know it's going to turn some people off, but just stick with me for a second. His game's never been about speed. He's not the fastest guy. Right. And the reason I cite that as a defense is speed is the first thing to go. When these guys get older, when they cross that age 30 barrier, speed is the first thing to go. So if he's already a guy that can win at an elite level without just blowing by people, that's a guy who has 
who can last, right? Like to compare it to baseball, these guys who in their prime throw like 102, they're never the ones that have the 20 year careers. Right. It's the guys that can, that throw 92, but with junk on it, it can put it on a, on a coin, right? Like those are the guys at the 20 year career. Cause that stuff doesn't fade. The parts of Hopkins game that he's so good at the size, the body control, the football IQ, Guy's a dog going for the football, right? That doesn't fade with age like speed does. Larry Fitzgerald's a great example. Somebody just put in the chat. The things that Larry Fitzgerald did are not, that did well, are not things that fade with age. He was not fast at the end of his career. He was slow at the end of his career, but he was still a major contributor because he did all, he knew how to win in other ways. So, I'm not saying Hopkins is going to be an all pro at 34 on the last year of that contract, but I feel a lot better about a guy like him at 31 than maybe if you go out and get a guy who's just been a burner his whole career at 31. So I, you know, I like it. And you know, how realistic is it for them to get him? as dumb as this sounds? This is kind of how the NFL works. Mm -hmm. His price has been set and maybe it was one of the biggest ripoffs in NFL history. But he went for a second, a fourth, and whatever was left of David Johnson at that point, which was not a lot. Yeah. So, and you might say, all right, well, price is going to go up because that was a ripoff, and the Cardinals know it was a ripoff. But at the but same he's time, he's older than that, right? In the last three seasons, he's only played one full season. He's had a PED suspension, and he's crossed the age 30 barrier. I think those net out. Like, even if it increases a little bit, the deal I would offer two seconds, second rounder this year. Second rounder next year. I would do that. And that doesn't feel unrealistic. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you think that's too much. I'll, I'll throw that to you. But I would do that. And I, I I think that's a good deal for the Patriots. Two seconds. Okay. So are you saying a second? Obviously a second and 23 and a second and 24, right? Because they have a they have a one, two, and a three this year, I believe, at the top of the draft. So you're going yeah. this year's and next year's yeah. second round picks? Yeah. I don't hate it. Again, I think it's it's worth having a guy where you bring in whoever it is at, at offensive coordinator. And like you said, he's not going to be a burner at 35, 36. He's not going to be this guy who's – he's not going to be here long. But if you can use him in this system that whoever comes in, you know, puts in place, give Mac Jones a guy like DeAndre Hopkins as a, a legitimate security blanket, not a Jacoby Myers, Ramondre Stevens security blanket, like a legit guy who you can, the way Joe Burrow uses Jamar Chase, right? Someone who he right. trusts and knows that that's what Hopkins will be in this system. If you give that to Mac Jones for a year or two, literally just to give him his confidence back, it's worth it. So I'd say, this yes, is, it's worth two second round picks, right? This is actually exactly what I was talking about before with Josh Allen. He right. Mac needs the exactly. guy. Remember the Kyler quote, shit, hop down there somewhere, right? Yeah. Mac needs the guy that when it's all falling apart around him, I don't need to see what it looks like. I don't, you know, I'm just, I know if I throw the ball in his direction, something good's probably going to happen. Right. Like that's the guy Mac needs. And Hopkins is like, is like as much it's of that, that. guy, right? You know, exactly. I, you also, like, look at the game Jared Stidham had, right, against the Niners, who were good. Why did Jared Stidham play so well in that game? Because he had nothing to lose, and he had one of the best 50-50 ball receivers right. in the league. So what's he doing? He's just blindly throwing it up to this guy who's great, 
And more often than not, it works because the guy's that good. So again, like Hopkins to me is, is that guy right now? I don't know if he'll be in three years. Yes, I'd like to get somebody a little younger, but this is who's available right now. Right. I think and- he's as close as you're going to get to that guy. And it would do wonders for not just Mac, but the offense as a whole. Well, and you look at, you know, and we'll do draft coverage all all spring long here on Pat's Beat. So, I mean, we won't get into it as much right now. But you look right. at guys at the top of the draft like Jackson Smith and Jigba and Jordan Addison. And if they're there and depending on the way the draft board falls, yeah, take one of those guys at 14. But they brought in Nikhil Harry in, a, in the first round. They brought in Tyquan Thornton in the second round. And, you know, the it's not we're not out on the jury's not out on Taekwon yet, but the teams that succeed with young quarterbacks on rookie deals are your are your Buffalo Bills who bring in a Stefan Diggs to get Josh Allen back on track. And your Miami Dolphins who bring in Tyreek Hill to get um Tua back on track. Right. And your Eagles who bring in AJ Brown to get Jalen Hurts back on track. So, you know, J- Jalen Hurts isn't good because Jalen Rager was there, your first round pick, who ended up being a bust and I guess I won't do Tua with Jalen Waddle, but you get my point. You need to bring in a more established guy, and it, it clearly works. It's there. The NFL is a copycat league, and the Patriots should do the exact same thing with a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's your best bet because I think he's so he'll be like I just said before. He he'll be he'll work so well to get Mac's confidence back. I think that's I think that's huge in this offseason. Right, really. And, and you just kind of dance around it. I'm going to come out and say it. Hit they it. can't develop wide receivers. They can't. So right. <laughs> It's they took Taekwon in the second round to see if that would work. I wasn't opposed, right? Hey, let's see if we can make this guy work, right? They tried Nelson Aguilar. Hey, this guy's coming off a career. Like, no more. Let's see. No more. Well, this guy, you know, on the margins and this and that. No, they've tried it all those different ways. I love their depth at wide receiver. Born Kendrick Bourne's going to be back. He said he's not going to request a trade. They still have Taekwon. They still have Devontae Parker. That's a really good two, three, four. Anybody who's not instantly the one in that group, don't muddy the depth chart because you're just going to end up like de facto benching Kendrick Bourne again. Exactly. Anybody who doesn't walk in the building day one of OTAs is the unquestioned number one wide receiver is not worth adding. Now, that's not to say, all right, you get into day three in the draft, you want to add a guy like Tank Dell who has upside, whatever at that point. Right. But when we're talking about those top 50 picks, and we're talking about premium money and free agency and premium trade assets. Unless that receiver you're getting comes in. I've, I've been yelled at Mike for two. I'll, I'll fill you in on this. The last two years, every, when everybody's come at me, I'll go get Odell. Oh, go get AJ. Okay. I've been the guy sitting here saying, no, don't do that. You have some nice pieces at receiver. You have bigger holes. They don't need to force it to go out and get that number one receiver. I've been saying that for the last two years, and I've caught a ton of heat for it. I said the time will come. Yep. It's time. time. Yeah. It's time. Right. Love Kendrick Bourne. He's a great player. I really People know how highly I think of Kendrick Bourne. I like the Devontae Parker edition. You already those made those ones. moves. Right. right. You already made those moves. You have those guys. You yeah. don't need to make that move again. Now go get the guy. Hopkins. All right. pro, five-time all pro. It's DeAndre Hopkins. That's the answer. Right. We're both on it. Now, I'm with you. you know, don't – oh, Quinn Johnson, no, you got to develop him. Jordan Addison, no, you got to develop Quentin Johnson, him. Quentin Johnson got 
his proverbial shit rock last night against. Yeah, now uh, if you want to talk Georgia to me about Keeley Ringo in the first round, we can have a yeah. conversation. Yeah. But you got to no, you got to develop those guys. And oh, we can you know maybe Brandon Ayuk. No, no, he's been playing next to Kittle and Debo, and he's had it very easy there right. in San Francisco. No, get me the guy who's done it. Get me the guy who's put an offense on his back and put together a 1,200, 1,400-yard season. The guy who every time you go out there is going to demand the other team's number one corner. Double coverage is going to draw all the focus. is going to open up things for everybody else and still make plays. There's not a lot of guys like that in the league. There's right. like it's, it's a lot easier said than done. But I think Hopkins is that guy. At least for the next year or two, he could be that guy. Go that that's the guy at this point. No more on the margins. That's the guy. You said it best, right? I mean, I, I don't think maybe you and maybe you and Evan disagreed a little bit more on this show, but I'm I'm fully with you on DeAndre Hopkins. I think he has to be their number one priority. Evan's I mean, out at, spoiler alert, Evan's out on Hopkins. Oh, shocker. So yeah. why? He hates fun. That's fair. I don't See, know. I like that he's, that's why you needed me here on Patriots Beat he, all along. He might be fun. he might be more out in terms of whether or not it will happen versus whether or not it should happen, but he he I got I got a nice little eye roll from him when I mentioned it to him earlier. So ridiculous. Well, hey, um, that's why you're here now. Exactly. Um, he, he he'll be able to break down the you know the, the cover six uh, nonsense, but I'm here to tell you that the Patriots need DeAndre Hopkins to chuck it up to him in the end zone and score touchdown.